Welcome to the Christian Ministry Church Podcast. We're praying that this message equips and empowers you to live in the kingdom of God. Now for today's sermon by Pastor Tim Brooks. What a great day, Christmas Eve. Here we are. Isn't it beautiful in here, the lights, the candles? Thank you for everybody that has worked so hard to create an atmosphere for us to just come in here and close our eyes and sing and worship. It's, it's just a wonderful time. For the believer, for those who have asked Jesus in their heart, for those who have been born again, today is Christmas Eve, and it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, if you're a believer, and if you understand what God did, it truly is the most wonderful time of the year. I, I just pray and been praying over our church all month long that you have not allowed the hustle and the bustle and the pressure, that you haven't allowed all of these people that you're kin to ruin your Christmas celebration. Our Savior is born. Our Savior has been born. You know, I've been also praying, Paul and Josh and I, we've talked quite a lot about this this month, the hurt, the deep pain. Josh has talked to us about some of the things that he went through as a child on Christmas Day and, and, and the hurt and the pain, the, the horrible memories of some experiences that you've been through that, that could ruin this celebration. And, and I pray that as a believer, you have not allowed that to ruin our celebration our Savior, the Prince of Peace, has been born. And that's what we're celebrating. Today, we celebrate. We celebrate the reason for the season. We're not celebrating all the hurt and the pain and the, all the stuff that we had to deal with. We're celebrating the reason for the season. It's amazing. And I want you to think about it with me just for a minute. God created the earth. And he placed it in an uncomprehendable universe. A star a hundred million light years away. You know, just one light year is 31 quadrillion, 39 trillion, 41 billion, 994 million, 750,000. 656 feet. How, how do you handle when somebody starts off a number with quadrillion? I don't know if that does anything to you. Okay, let, let, that's too much. Let's do it in miles. One light year in miles. Five trillion, 875 billion. 606 million, 75 miles. So to help you deal with that, if you drove your car 60 miles an hour and you didn't stop night or day and you never had to stop to eat or do it, you drove it 60 miles an hour and you never turned it off, it would take you 83 billion years to drive there. And that's one light year. And back, if you remember, when I started into all of this, I talked about a star being a hundred million of those. I, uh, could we talk about something else? I mean, you, you can't 
comprehend what I just said. And the Bible says, what is man that God is mindful of me? God holds this entire universe in the palm of his hand and he is mindful of you. He knows your name. Wow. And nothing else in all of creation is created in God's image. What is God's image? What does God look like? God is a triune being. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three in one, a triune being. And God created man in his image. We are a triune being. Trees have a body, no mind and no spirit. They have a body. An animal has a body and a mind. There's nothing else in all of creation that has a spirit except mankind. A spirit that allows for conversation with the spirit being God. My horse can't have contact with God. The trees in my yard can't have contact with God. Only mankind was created with a spirit on the inside to have contact with God. I want you to think this through. A tree falls on your house and does not feel bad about it. A tree falls on your house and doesn't need forgiveness for doing that. A tree falls on your house and sleeps just fine. It doesn't toss and turn over falling on somebody's house 10 years ago that it's still gnawing on. My horse bites, and I can hit him hard enough to make him stop. He's incapable of feeling bad about it. He does not feel bad about it. My dog barks and wakes me up. And you know when you've been asleep and then you are awake, then you can't go back to sleep. So not only am I mad that the dumb thing woke me up, now I'm mad for the next hour and a half laying there trying to go back to sleep and my anger continues to build toward that thing. Now, I can throw a shoe at him and make him stop barking. But two days later, he's not feeling bad about it. Five years later, he's not feeling guilty about waking the most wonderful man in the world up. I want you to think about it. Mankind is the only thing in all of creation that has a spiritual dimension. The only thing in all creation that experiences guilt over what you did that experiences hate over what was done to you. See, when mankind disobeyed God, sin entered the world and sin separated a perfect God from an imperfect man. Light and dark cannot coexist. And so there was a separation there. Mankind created with a spirit part to us Nothing in all creation is like us. We're created in God's image, and that spirit on the inside of us longs for God. There is a longing for acceptance from God. 
There is a longing for forgiveness from a God. There, there is a longing inside us to have a new start. I wish I could have a redo. I need a restart in my life because my past haunts me. Things you did, decisions that you made 20 years later, you hate yourself and you still deal with that. You're ashamed of what you did 30 years ago and there's a gnawing on the inside that you can't, you, you, and at times you can't sleep. I need to be forgiven. I need to be forgiven. A tree doesn't. My horse doesn't. But you and I need forgiveness. Need forgiveness. I need a Savior. I need a Savior to save me from past mistakes. I need to be saved from past decisions that I made that have ruined lives and hurt people and, and it caused me. I need, I need to be able to start over. I, I, need, my, I need my slate washed clean. I, I, need, I, I need, see, we experience hurt. We experience anger. We experience hate. We experience guilt. Those are spiritual problems that nothing in all of creation experiences. God entered a covenant with mankind. That covenant was based on the blood of a perfect spotless lamb or dove or heifer. It was called a sacrificial offering. God showed us how something else could be sacrificed for your sins. And we saw that develop over time for us. The old covenant. To do this, I'd have to take my no spot or blemish sacrifice to a priest. And then he would take that and sacrifice it for me. And he would go and talk to God for me. That was life in the old covenant. Throughout mankind's history, there's been a pursuit of God. There's been a pursuit of God's forgiveness for what I did. There's been a pursuit of freedom from the hate and the anger and the bitterness that I live with. God, wherever you are, whoever you are, I don't even know if I believe you, but please don't judge me. Don't punish me. I blew it and I need you to forgive me. See, there's an inner spiritual void inside every human being on this earth. Whether you have developed the ability to suppress the truth and act like you don't believe in God or not, when you're by yourself laying in your bed at night, there's an inner spiritual dealing going on on the inside of you. And if I could just get another wife, I know I would be in better shape. If I could just get a bigger house, I know I would be in a better situation. If I could just get a newer car. You know, think about the number of good cars that get you back and forth to work every day that get traded in because you wanted a newer one. 
and somebody else buys the car that you just can't drive another mile and they drive it for another 10 years. Why do we do that? Why do we? See, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so let's get into all kinds of sexual perversions. Romans said we trade normal relations. God created normal relations for for deplorable acts, sexual perversions that we can't even imagine. Why did, why? Because this didn't make me happy. Then this didn't make me, how did you get to that? Trying to scratch an itch on the inside. And when that didn't do it, I need, I know what I need. I'm a man in a woman's body. I need a gender change. That will make me happy. My insides hurt, so I have to do something to try to deal with this spiritual problem on the inside. No doubt about it, we get a quick buzz. Alcohol, drugs, driving off of the lot with that new car smell, money. There's quick buzzes. Life offers a quick buzz, but it's, it's mind-boggling how short-lived it is how short-lived it is. I have been into horses my whole life. Obviously, having a great one is your life dream. I dreamed for years of one day having a world champion in all the world, a world, the best horse in all the world, a lifetime pursuit. And I remember the very first world championship that I won. They called out my number. I, 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 I couldn't believe what I just heard. I remember making that victory lap. We were joined with family and friends in the winner's circle. They were taking pictures. And in less than 30 minutes, we were walking out of that plaza where they take pictures. And Terry and I were there by herself. And she was... I mean, we were doing like this, and she looked at me, and she said, I'll never forget it. So now what do we do? She looked at me and said, so now? Now what, now what do we do? I, I guess we go back in there and sit down in the stadium. Okay. What in it? Thousands of people around us in this stadium... Two or three walked over, congratulations. But everybody was into watching the next division that was in there competing. You talking about a temporary buzz? Whoa, that was a fast thrill. And so I just try to do it again, and we've done it several more times, and you try. So, okay, we'll do it bigger, and we do it more. And see, there is no internal peace. There's no internal joy. There's no satisfying the inside of my heart with anything that the world has to offer. Why? Because I have a spiritual problem, not a physical problem. Absolutely, I want more money. 
And with the money that my wife has spent in the last two or three weeks, I could use some more money. I need more money. I need a newer car. I need, I'd love to have, I, I wish I had seven more houses all around. I, yes, those are nice, but they won't satisfy a spiritual problem because a house can't satisfy a spiritual void in your life. I talked to myself in my office and I said, don't get all carried away. Stay calm as you deliver this. That talk's not working. There's a God void that nothing else can fulfill. Mankind has a spiritual problem and there's no fixing it with all of the sexual perversions with all of the drugs and alcohol, with all of the prestige, with all of the fame, with 10 bigger houses. It is an inside spiritual problem that 2,000 years ago, an angel visited a woman with the news that the Holy Spirit would overshadow you and you will conceive And God will enter this physical world in the form of a baby. Let me say today, on Christmas Eve, if me being good enough not to get on the naughty list has anything to do with Santa coming, I'm in trouble. I cannot seem to keep myself off the naughty list. My mouth is going to say something it should not have said. And you can depend on that. You can count on me saying something that I should not have said. You you can count on me thinking a thought that I should not have thought. You can write that down. I can't seem to get on Santa's good list. I need a savior. I, I need a savior because I, I can't get on Santa's good list. I stay on the naughty list. The reason for all of the celebration this last month is God did for us what we could not do for ourselves. He came to handle a spiritual problem that we have no answer for. And we celebrate Christmas the whole month of December. I don't know if you think about this. Think about it. Veterans Day, Memorial Day, July 4th, Columbus Day. All of the days we have, most of them I don't even know. The ones that I do know, we might have a few friends come over and we make some cheese dip and hot dogs one night. But for the retail stores, they've been celebrating Christmas since September. Now, that's a little early, for me to get the Christmas trees out in September, but the retail stores, they got the celebration going on in September. For us, the day after Thanksgiving, we get our turkey eaten and the dishes done. Here we go. Let's set up Christmas, and we're going to celebrate decorations, parties, food, Christmas shows, our dress, the beautiful sweaters that people wear at Christmas. The Christmas dinners. I mean, it's on and we can't seem to celebrate big enough. We went for uh, about 10 
days where we were somewhere doing something every single night. Is there no way we can get a noondime party in just because we can't have another night free? See, we can't celebrate big enough with more lights on the trees. No other celebration worldwide is even close to the celebration of Christmas. Why? Because God came to earth in the form of a human being to do for us what we were unable to do for ourselves. God came to seek and to save the lost. We can handle body problems. We can handle them. We got gyms, we got diets, we've got exercise programs. Man, we're so good. We can suck fat off of one place and we can poke it in another place. And I mean, we can make, we can handle, I mean, we can suck fat off and we can put it back in. I mean, we can handle body problems. We can cut it, we can tie it up, we can tighten it. We can handle body problems. We can handle mind problems. Schools, Votech schools everywhere. You don't even need to go to school. You push one button on your phone and you can ask literally any question that you want to ask. And immediately you've got the computation of all the mathematical question you just asked right there. If that's not enough, you can YouTube it and they will give you a color video of step-by-step of how to do exactly what you want to do. We can handle the body and we can handle the mind, but there's a problem. There's a real problem. It's a spiritual problem. It's a spiritual problem. All the alcohol, all the drugs, all the money, all the homes, all the cars, all the vacations, all the prestige, All of the therapy sessions, all of the counseling sessions, all of the pornography, all of the porno channels, all of the perverted sex, we have a spiritual problem that can't any of that touch. I got the body covered. I got the body covered. I had a toenail that would just kept growing down into my toe and causing me trouble. Go in, let's take the whole thing out. I'm good to go. We can handle a body problem. I wanted to talk about 100 million light years. Y'all probably knew I didn't come up with all of that. I just punched one button on my phone and all these numbers and how, and I had to listen to it four tri- times to get quadrillion. I just, I, instantly, I got my mind problems handled. But there's a spiritual problem that's off the charts And mankind is doing everything that we possibly can do as far as being as perverted as we possibly can go. We have, and with all that we have access to, money, technology, in an unprecedented way, we still have an explosion of emotional problems going on. Like never before, emotional pills. Like never before, counselors. They didn't have counselors in a covered wagon. You got over it. They didn't stop the wagon train for your therapy session on Tuesday at 10 o'clock. 
I mean, and now with all of the stuff that we have access to, we have more emotional problems than we've ever had in the history of the world because we can't fix a spiritual problem. Laying in that manger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, God did for us what we could not do, what we will never be able to do for ourselves. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 27. All month, we've been reading the Christmas story. The Christmas story usually is read out of Luke, the gospel of Luke. Today, I want to read the real Christmas story. I want to read what this celebration is all about. The real Christmas story is in Matthew chapter 27, verse 45. At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. About three o'clock, Jesus called out with a loud, loud voice, Eli, Eli, le sabbathani, which means, my God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for the prophet Elijah. One of them ran and filled up a sponge of sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, wait, let's just see if Elijah comes to say him. Verse 50, then Jesus shouted again, and he released his spirit. And verse 51 is the real Christmas story. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. For those of you who may not be familiar with the Old Covenant, there was a place in the temple called the Holy of Holies, and God dwelt in there. And only once a year could the high priest go inside there and talk to God for you. But you and I were separated by a veil. We were separated by a curtain that kept us out of the presence of God. And the reason for this celebration There's been a lot of babies born. There's been a lot of babies that were born not in the hospital. There's been a lot of babies born in a rice field. There's been a lot of babies born in the woods. There's been a lot of babies born in what we would call a stable. Back through generations, people lived in houses with no running water, no electricity on a dirt floor. It's just like where I keep my horses. There's been lots of babies, billions of babies born in not really high-end circumstances, but not one of them tore that veil. Not one of them tore that curtain from top to bottom, giving us access into the very presence of God. And Hebrews tells us we can go boldly. See, the Holy Spirit had been with us, but now the Holy Spirit is going to be in us. And that's the reason we celebrate. My spiritual problem, my spiritual problem is fixed with the forgiving of my sins, with an ability to be born again, start all over, and have an ongoing, developing, growing relationship with the Lord My spiritual problems are fixed. Now, money is fine. 
people, friends, houses, cars, they're very enjoyable, but I don't have to look to them to satisfy a spiritual problem on the inside. My life, my life today is far from perfect. My life today has all kinds of problems, but I live in peace. And my wife can tell you, I'm happy every day because God forgave me. He healed me of hurt that was done to me. He healed me of what somebody said about me. God healed me. I've been born again. And my wife has a husband that is enjoying his life to the max. I love my life. I love it. I love what I do. I love where I go. I love my life because I'm not waiting on someone to do something else so that then I'll be happy. If my husband, if my wife, if my boss would just, if we could just, if this president, if we could just get this other president, I'm not waiting on anybody to do or say anything. I wake up having a great day because of a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. 2,000 years ago, God did for me what nothing else can do. And because of Christmas, because of Christmas, I'm having a great life. Today, I want us to celebrate. Today, I want us to experience the real reason for Christmas. The real reason for the season. We have lights all over because Jesus is the light of the world and he has become the light of my life. The light of my life. I don't have to bring a lamb today and I don't have to walk up to a priest and hand my lamb to him and then him go to God for me. Wherever you are, in the front or in the back, I want you to look straight ahead and I want all of you to look at the altar. Can you all in the back, can you move to where you can see? I want you to look at the altar. It's open to you. It's open to you. And that's the reason for this season. That right there, it's open. It's open to you. Yeah, you and me, sinners, yeah, not perfect people. Yeah, people that have done wrong, people that have done some really, really, really wrong things years ago in their life. But right now, because of Christmas, you and I can walk straight down to that altar and we can kneel and we can partake of the blood and the body the juice and the cracker that remind us of what was done for us. Today, I want us not to hurry through this time. Let's go ahead and start some music. Communion elements are here, front, middle, in the back. But it's because of Christmas that you and I can even go to the altar. 
And that's the reason we celebrate. Here, I want you to know, and I see, oh, Christmas is for kids, and Christmas is a time for children, and Christmas is a time for presents, and Christmas is a time for families, and Christmas is a... No, that, that, those are things that we do. But Christmas is a time to celebrate the fact that that altar is open to you. Mankind has a spiritual problem. All the money in the world can't solve it. Mankind has a spiritual problem. All the sexual perversions can't solve it. Can't solve it. You have a spiritual problem. You can get married 10 other times. Not going to solve it. It's not going to solve it. It's a spiritual problem. We're going to just take a minute. I'm going to encourage you today. Don't ask God for anything. Don't, maybe today might be a time for you to come to the altar and not ask him for one thing. God, I'm thanking you today. I am thanking you today. While you're here, there's something about the power of the spoken word. There's something about you saying it with your mouth. And while you're here today, you might just want to verbalize, God, I thank you. I thank you for this. I thank you for that. And as you look back over this past year, we got a lot to be thankful for. A lot to be thankful for. Each one of us do. Everybody in here wishes they had something. Everybody in here needs a healing or money or everybody in here needs something. But today I want us to come to God thanking him for what he's done. God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, thank you. Take time. Call it out. God, thank you for what you've done. When you finish at the altar, just go back to your seat. Sit down and just enjoy the moment. We'll dismiss in a little while, but right now, we're just going to enjoy where we are and enjoy the peace that he came to bring. If you want to stand, stand with me. If you want to keep seated, stay seated. You do whatever you want to do for the next few minutes. Father, we invite your presence into this place. We don't take for granted that we can just walk down to the altar Lord, we're overwhelmed with the fact that we can just walk down to the altar. Thank you for making that provision. Thank you, Lord, that we can walk into your presence. We can humble ourselves and kneel before you. We today worship you with a grateful and a thankful heart. Thank you for listening to this message from Christian Ministries Church. If this message impacted you and you'd like to sow into our ministry, you can give at cmchurch.com. If you'd like to listen to more of our messages, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Just search for Christian Ministries. God bless.